welcome guys welcome again on my new podcast and i'm really sorry for being very far away from this particular channel from a, from a very long time i was really having some issues going on in my life so i could not get a quality time to make good podcasts for you but now i'm back and uh, i have a very beautiful series to be started uh, from this podcast that is cardiology series from uh, in this series whenever i'll post any any sort of podcast i'll pick up a good chunk of concept and i will extrapolate around that concept so that uh, whenever you'll hear this and then you'll look into your notes or into your textbook you'll be able to relate the things in a very uh, in a great fashion right so first of all let me talk about auscultation auscultatory findings right so when i talk about auscultatory findings the two normal auscultatory findings are heart sounds s1 and s2 right although we have four heart sounds s1 s2 s3 and s4 i'm not going into the details right now we'll discuss it in the other podcast in the upcoming podcast but uh, s1 s2 are commonly heard right now let us talk about s1 and s2 what is s1 s1 is sounds of valve closure right it is due to the sounds of uh, closure of valves and which valves these are atrioventricular valves that is mitral and tricuspid valves okay and uh, when we talk about the sequence uh, right valve is um, right side of heart is a bit more faster in closing than the left side that is for the uh, i'm sorry left side of the valve is uh, faster in closing than the right side all right so when when we talk about atrioventricular valves what it is it is it is nothing but a tricuspid valve and a mitral valve where is mitral valve it is in the left side and where is tricuspid it is in the right side so you can remember by right tricuspid left mitral that is i know i know it's it's not at all rhyming or it's not at all any sort of linking anywhere but uh, some sentences make sense with the 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 way we listen them okay so let me repeat it again for you right tricuspid left mitral okay now uh, and what is the sequence mitral is going to be closed first and then tricuspid i know how much is the gap between both the valves it is less than 20 milliseconds all right so this is the thing now when we talk about uh, uh, two different sounds that is mitral and tricuspid any mitral sound if we want to hear it they, they are heard best at apex right they are heard best best at apex and if you want to hear any sort of uh, uh, tricuspid sound then we should uh, go at the left sternal border so why should we go towards the left sternal border because at the apex the t1 sound is very soft so the discrimination between the two notes is very difficult but when we move to left sternal border the t1 becomes very loud with respect to the apex in the left sternal border the t1 is very loud and as soon as t1 becomes loud it is appreciable from the mitral closure from the mitral sound okay so the sound one it very we are going to look for the sound one it is going to be apex okay and when we need to look for splitting it's going to be the left sternal border <clears throat> excuse me okay now let me move ahead regarding the sounds okay so today's podcast is more over about things uh, the perception of sound while we auscultate the patient and mainly it is of the s1 
when i talk about the sounds in cardiophonogram normally it is a triphasic sound or 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 the or the it is the the particular uh, representation of s1 sound consists of two positive peaks right first peak is due to ventricular contraction okay ventricular activity and second peak is due to valve closure right that's the thing so it is a triphasic with two positive peaks okay now let us move ahead and let me talk about some crisp concepts that will really help you uh, to make out the things very nicely okay now firstly when sound is going to be abnormal there are going to be two features either the sound is too loud or it is too soft okay so softness of the sound we'll talk a bit later let's talk about the loudness of the sound so how come we'll look into the loudness of sound okay let us see so more is the velocity of the valve more is the velocity of the valve more louder is the sound okay point number 1 point number 2 more is the distance between the valves more louder is going to be the sound all right more is the distance between the valves more louder is going to be the sounds and how distance of the valves can be uh, estimated it can be estimated by the volume of ventricle now this is really really interesting when the ventricles are more filled the distance between the valves is less less but when the ventricles are less filled or with the less volume the distance becomes more okay what this is one of the concept so what have we covered till now we just saw the factors which are responsible for loudness of the sound loudness of s1 sound right so it is due to velocity more is the velocity of the valve while closing more louder is going to be the sound more is the distance between the valves louder is going to be the sound and how come distance is estimated distance is estimated with the respect with respect to the volume in the ventricle loudness of sound also depends upon the atrial volume how come let me tell you more is the atrial volume more is a delayed valve closure okay more is a delayed valve closure due to increase atrial pressure more louder is the ventricular uh, more louder it's going to be now this is something a very deep concept let me talk about it okay so uh, there is a condition where the atria is having a very large amount of blood which is making the pressure of atria very large okay now what happens is uh, when the ventricles starts to contract what happens is the ventricles depolarize in a fashion right so uh, and when the ventricles depolarize and contract there are five phases of ventricular contraction so for example when i talk about phase 1 and phase 5 phase 1 will have suppose x amount of muscles contracting at that point of time then in phase 2 phase 3 phase 4 phase 5 the number of muscles contracting will increase because as soon as the time will pass as soon as we jump from phase 1 to phase other phase the number of muscles getting depolarized will increase hence the force generated by any sort of ventricle muscles will increase in phase by phase so since uh, in these particular condition I, as i told you there are there is increased atrial pressure because of the increased atrial volume so as soon as the time will pass as soon as the time will pass the phases will uh, pass and when the phases will pass more number of muscles will come into the play to overcome the atrial pressure and more number of muscles will come into the play what will happen 
the ventricular contraction is going to be very very loud very very powerful and when the ventricular contraction is powerful it is also one of the points which will cause the loud closure of the valves all right so let me take another example for example uh, there is a in coordination between atria and ventricles that is ventricles are contracting very late after atria atrial contraction okay we everyone of us knows about the cardiac cycle when atria uh, contract themselves and, and empty themselves into the ventricle then ventricle contracts and they come into the systole right so let us see a condition for example prolonged pr i'll i'll explain everything don't worry i'm just taking a simple example now what has happened there is a co- small coordination discoordination between uh, atria and ventricle atria have already emptied into the ventricle they have already contracted but ventricle have still not contracted now what will happen since this particular event has already happened now uh, atria the pressure of atria is very low since the pressure of atria is very low in the early phases of ventricular contraction only the valves will close i think you are able to get my point since there is very less volume of blood in the atrias what will happen with that the less volume of blood will decrease the atrial pressure and since atrial pressure is less then uh, less amount of pressure is required by ventricles to overcome the atrial pressure to close the valves i hope this is simple now so that is why when there is in the conditions when there is a low atrial pressure that is low atrial volume conditions the closure will be soft okay i hope i am clear now so this is this these are the basic conditions or these are the basic uh, concepts we are supposed to know that will help us while we uh, uh, consider about the when we consider about the heart sounds different heart sounds right now one more thing i would like to discuss with you guys that is how to differentiate between uh, a split and ejection split right ejection split everyone of us knows it is also from these atrioventricular valves only now what happens is uh, when we talk about ejection split, the sequence let me talk about it first uh, when we talk about the sequence first is going to be the mitral closure then tricuspid closure then after that is going to be the ejection split but the best thing is that ejection split is heard during aortic and pulmonary sorry not during at the ejection split is heard at aortic and pulmonary areas <coughs> and the best heard when when i talk about tricuspid it is the third lowest on your body so that location will help me in differentiating between the two the two conditions that means to differentiate between the ejection split and the tricuspid sound okay now let me talk about causes of loud s1 and soft s1 okay it's <coughs> now loud s1 that is exercise excitability it could be any sort of excitability emotional as well as physical mitral stenosis asd that is atrial septal defect sinus tachycardia hyperkinetic circulation and short period interval now what happens is when i talk about exercise uh during exercise uh, our heart is in a very hyperdynamic state not in a hyper hyper excitable state right heart is pumping blood like anything like a devil like a very active organ right so this particular thing uh can be led to the heart sounds because when the heart is in a uh, in a excited state the exercise of the muscle excitability the ventricles will pump faster and stronger 
and i told you more is the contraction more stronger is the ventricular contraction more stronger will be will be the or more louder will be the sound okay now let's talk about mitral stenosis what is mitral stenosis it is nothing but the condition where the uh, it is a condition what happening what is happening here the valves are unable to open properly since they are unable to open properly uh, what will happen the blood will accumulate in the right atrium as and as the blood will accumulate in the right atrium what will happen the atrial pressure will rise and we all know as the atrial pressure will rise to overcome that pressure the phases uh, the phase of depolarization of the ventricular muscles will come will come late to overcome the atrial pressure and closes the valve that is why in the mitral stenosis it's going to be the loud sound now let me talk about asd asd is also the same condition it's the same story what happens is due to asd atrial septal defect the blood from right side is moving to the towards the left side so the left side is moving towards the right side as left side is a high pressure zone but after a time uh, when we look at the loophole uh, ultimately all blood is coming back to the left atrium only so what is happening left atrium is again with the huge bulk volume of blood and what does that indicates high atrial pressure right other point is sinus tachycardia sinus tachycardia is also again the same story how come because as sinus tachycardia the heart will pump faster hyperkinetic circulation is the same thing now short pr interval what is short pr interval we know that uh, p uh, after p wave and uh, the r wave there is a steady line at the that steady line there is no electromechanical any sort of electrical or mechanical activity is not at all taking place right so what happens is uh, that means that is the point that is the that particular point of time the current or the impulses or the action potential is being transmitted from one place to another from from uh, a point to other point right so what happens is if that particular point is being shortened what will happen uh, before uh, the, the coordination will be a bit disturbed between the atria and ventricle before atria empty themselves properly ventricle will start contracting and as soon as it will happen what would it do it would be same condition where the atrial pressure will be a bit elevated because before atria could empty themselves ventricle start contracting that is why the short pr interval is going to be producing the loud sound so what did we learn stronger ventricular contraction as well as uh, a more stronger is the ventricular contraction more is the atrial pressure these two conditions are really responsible for loud sounds right now let's come to the soft sounds <clears throat> now what is about soft sounds i'm really sorry my throat is very bad today but i had to do this because i was procrastinating to make this podcast since last Three four days, but I thought let's make it quick. Uh, um, that's the thing. So let me get back to the topic. We were at soft S1 sounds. Now, what's the problem in the soft S1 sounds? Now, what happens is MR AR, that is mitral regurgitation or uh, atrial uh, or aortic regurgitation. Okay. Now, what is the point in that? As soon as the blood regurgitates from the uh, mitral wall and uh, aortic. Uh, regurgitation the blood will accumulate where it will accumulate it will accumulate in the left side as soon as it will accumulate in the left side in the left ventricle what will it do it will increase the left ventricular and end diastolic volume and i told you more is the volume filled in the ventricle what will that do 
it will decrease the distance between the walls and as the walls distance will decrease it will soften the sound okay when i talk about ventricular aneurysm this is really important like uh, to explain this particular thing let me give an example uh, in our kids in, in our childhood time when we used to be kids and we were very fond of blowing up balloons we would have seen while blowing up the balloon sometimes balloon goes up from a single side and uh, it it bulges from a single side okay so uh, what happened is the pressure we applied from the 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 oral pressure what we applied it uh, kind of absorbed uh, it was kind of absorbed at, at a single place and that particular area got bulged so same is the story with ventricular aneurysm what will that do is while ventricle contract a point which is uh, which is the aneurysmal point it will absorb or it will take up all the um, contraction force and that will come out as a aneurysmal portion of that particular ventricle that will bulge out and take up all the uh, contraction force due to which the contraction force uh, reaching towards the walls is very low that is the reason the sounds are soft when i talk about acute mi myocarditis cardiomyopathy there is nothing to talk about in this why because uh, what is happening here is muscles are very weak and since muscles are weak due to pathology they are not able to generate the efficient amount of contraction other one is calcified mitral stenosis now what is the concept behind calcified mitral stenosis the point is uh, the calcification is at the edge the, the the insertion point or the the joint point of the uh, wall due to which the action of the walls becomes slow and due to which no matter how much force we apply the the the, the velocity of wall will not be attained and it won't create a louder sound okay like it's it's really something to remember because most of the people think that since the wall has calcified it is in a more solidified state more amorphous state it will create a more sound but that is not the way we think there is the other way around that is it will create a soft sound and prolonged mr is something example we have already discussed it's, it's uh, opposite that is short period interval and uh, now the long period interval what are we going to talk about is it's nothing but the time period between prolonged uh, between the p wave that is atrial contraction and ventricular contraction is too much by that time it already got emptied into the ventricles since there is less uh, less atrial pressure less ventricular pressure is applied is required to overcome the atrial pressure to close up the walls and as soon as less pressure is applied we know that the sound is going to be soft so i hope the things are clear from my side regarding the loud s1 sounds and soft s1 sound okay now let me talk about some beautiful things regarding split okay like uh, we already knew the pattern of the split is m1 and t1 as m1 is going to come first and then t1 now what happens is like for example left ventricular spacing right bundle branch block okay epstein's anomaly or right atrial myxoma in these particular conditions what will happen that uh, the delay comes at the end of right side for example right bundle branch block there is delay deposition of right ventricle left ventricular pacing that is pacemaker is kept in the left ventricle now the impulse will generate from the left ventricle and then they will travel into the right ventricle 
which will cause the delay. Epstein's anomalies are the same example and right atrial myxoma. When there is atrial myxoma, it takes, heart takes time to empty its blood from atria to the ventricle. So more is the time taken, more delayed will be the closure of the atrial ventricular wall. That is the understood thing. So in all these particular things, it is going to be a wider split. Why is wider split? That is, that is the T1 is going to be a bit late. It was already late in a normal condition. It used to come after the mitral. It will come more late now. Now when I talk about reverse split, so we can reverse the example. That is when it was RV placing in the wide split, we can put right ventricle placing in the reverse split. Okay, left atrial myxoma and mitral Alright, so these are some conditions you are supposed to remember. Okay, now one more thing. Um, during any sort of postings in the medicine department when we are uh, serving, if we find any sort of person with the variable S1 sound, variable S1 sound, it is, uh, it is, it's our duty to uh, go for ACD ASAP because what will happen is uh, these people with variable S1 sounds similarly are uh, coming up with the atrial fibrillation. So it's better to check these things early and get them sorted ASAP as soon as possible. Okay, so that's it for today. I hope I was able to convey all the beautiful concepts required for you. I might have uh, not. I, am, I think I tried my level best to uh, deliver this concepts to you. But still, if you are not able to get this, uh, please let me know. I'll try to put uh, one more segment into it to make it more uh, easy for you to understand if it is not done. Okay, so that's all for today. I hope you guys uh, will like this particular cardiology series. Next time when I'll come, I'll come with S2 sound. And S2 sound is going to be very interesting and something really amazing will come into it. After S2 sounds, we'll keep on adding other things. Okay, and uh, one of my listeners from USA, that is George Michael, uh, he was um, requesting me to discuss ECG. Uh, I would uh, thank you for asking me to do this, but I'm really sorry, man. It's very difficult for me. Because ECG is something which, is, which requires visuals, and uh, without visuals, I cannot do this. So I'm really sorry. I I had to uh, shout out your name because uh, there are repeated messages from your side, and I thank you for this that uh, you showed your faith in me that yes I can solve your problem. But I'm really sorry. Uh, please let me know if you have any other topic to solve. And uh, that's all for today. I hope you guys are doing best in your career. Take care and goodbye.